0: The Born to be Mild Podcast. This is a Diane Little Production. On today's episode, Ron takes a trip down memory lane with a visit to his old college stomping grounds of Columbus. The far right looks to rile things up in Virginia and right down the road, Donald Trump faces a tough, incredible threat of impeachment. On the far left, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren play a game of he said, she said, nobody cares, just beat the damn man baby in chief. In sports, we show you just how little we watch to the conference championship games, while postulating near-perfect Super Bowl predictions. We somehow turn the conversation to the Browns like always, and not just because OBJ is out there slapping asses and making it rain during the National Championship's post-game celebration. Finally, we talk a little boob tube and the perils of slow times in the sports calendar year. So dial your walk up to Brisk, circle the block a few more times if you're listening in your car, and quit paying attention to your homework, if only for a little while. It's another episode of Born to be Mild. so i'm taking a look at this uh what was it space force yes those are the new official
1: space force uniforms all right i'm checking it out okay it's your first time looking at them
0: yeah so (laughs) what the fuck what's he thinking is he thinking that we have jungles or deserts in space
1: Uh, apparently right you gotta have the green camo when you're in outer space
0: oh my god i don't get this at all and there isn't even like an alien on the patch
1: <laughs> There's nothing.
0: This is but horseshit.
1: I don't understand what the thinking is in a traditional green camouflage color blue. It's like
0: as if Norman Schwarzkopf was about to take on Marvin the Martian. It what is, are we
1: doing? It is hilariously inept. Oh my God. this I, is, I, I, I mean, I...
0: actually, it's kind of great because I would like to see them make a camouflage spaceman suit. It would look so <laughs> fucking dumb you might as well make an ed hardy one too if you're going to be making a real tree one
1: you gotta get an ed hardy one in there
0: <laughs> jesus christ it's oh it's laughable God.
1: i don't know and i know that it wasn't trump at his personal design desk drawing these up
0: no because he would have put a cartoon red tie on the suit he might have <laughs> so but i get the feeling we, we have ma- to project power in space
1: They they may have designed <laughs> a regular looking uniform and Trump got a look at it, and he said, well, this doesn't look like military to me. Where's, Absolutely where's not. The He's a big
0: fan. He says, where's the fucking epaulets? This doesn't look like G.I. <laughs> <G>. Joe. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm not convinced there's Kung Fu grip.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Hilarious. The Space wow. Force. The Space Force.
0: Well, I mean, so that is the sixth branch, right? Of the military? Uh, yes. I think, Uh, I don't know, my math could be off, but I do always make sure to count the Coast Guard. Coast Guard is five, (laughs) yeah. You know, you cannot fucking, you can't Yeah, you always,
1: everybody misses the Coast Guard, but, yeah, you got your Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine, Coast Guard, and now we have. Border
0: Patrol, oh, wait, sorry, Space Force. Space Force. I was, I was forgetting which border we were trying to protect, not the southern one, the atmospheric one. Yeah. Marvelous. We're going to get
1: a wall out there, too.
0: I think that uh, you know we do really good things with force fields. I got a guy; he's the best. He does <laughs> did you, did telepathic, hear, uh, or he, we pay monthly. It's, did you hear you know, his <laughs> comment
1: about the suggestion of building a, a hurricane wall on the coastline of uh, uh, the Tri City area in New York?
0: I, listen, I mean, he basically he is, called it a,
1: a waste of taxpayer money, costly, ineffective. And that New Yorkers should just use mops and buckets instead.
0: Literally his words. Have you seen the, the photos from Venice lately? Like, there are people uh, no. sitting in the cafes, 100 deep, with servers, and everybody has galoshes on up to their knees. And they're just waiting around in flooded restaurants, acting like nothing has happened. They're it's not essentially, even in gondolas, right? It's essentially the smoking dog or the, the dog with the fire behind him. Everything is oh, fine yeah, cartoon is fine. brought to life once <laughs> yeah. again. Oh, yeah, this great. is fine. Yeah, that guy. But it's insane. Yeah, I mean, because they're this aquatic culture anyways, and they've obviously gotten their share of floods throughout history. Sure. But they're just going about it like it ain't no thing. Like, yeah. holy shit, you're I mean, you're living there's no dry land wherever you go. There's no dry rooms. You gotta get up to the second floor before you can find dry land. Yeah. Yeah. Unreal. Well, so that, I mean that's like, gonna
1: be uh the in the entire east coast of the United States. Someday, exactly. So. so I
0: think Trump is saving all of his federal dollars for Florida because, you know, as a native New Yorker, he is now in full on snowbird mode and really looking <laughs> more at his his uh florida months more than his new york months so he knows miami and the eastern seaboard is gonna need that flood wall much sooner
1: yeah oh for sure if he wants to play golf he can't play it in the water so
0: no you can't what so what's up oh you you know i mean just dealing dealing with uh, traveling with the child i don't have to tell you because i already did but <laughs> I can go over it again. This is true. I, uh, for the listening audience that does not know, I went back to Columbus, Ohio this past weekend where I graduated from the fine The Ohio State University and uh, went to school and overlapped with you there for you know a year or so. And that's how we became friends. Um, and I hadn't been back there in a couple years. And needless to say, it was the first time back there with a kid, but just going back there and seeing all the new stuff and seeing everything that was changed. It was, it was pretty wild.
1: Yeah. The city's gotten uh, quite a bit of a facelift uh, in a lot of different neighborhoods over the past several years.
0: Yeah. So like um, I, when I was there, it was basically a campus and main street centric facelift. And you got to hear all the old timers talk about old main uh, high street bars and stuff. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. what had, you know, been taken away by the new gateway disneyland stuff sure but i think what you're talking about is now like all your tangential neighborhoods and all your grand views and stuff like everybody Grandview everywhere is, is getting
1: grand views a different world than it was 10 years ago it's it's absolutely crazy
0: yeah yeah so. because it, it it was so livable then and you know walkable and and not too hectic like it, it, its appeal was not lost on people
1: Oh no! But it's it's basically another version of the short north now. So
0: wow, I didn't a, a even get over of, that. A lot's changed. I know. I did get over to my most recent old neighborhood, which is the most changed area of Columbus, as far as I'm concerned, and that's Franklinton. Hmm. Um, yeah. When I was there, it was a post-apocalyptic wasteland. There was nothing there. Yeah. Well, there was nothing there because it was a flood zone that wasn't even able to be insured because they didn't build the flood wall. And then they did that in like, I think it was 07 or something like that. And then people finally were able to start building, but it was Zombie Land and just, just dilapidated crackhead crazy place. And then, you know, you got a couple really awesome, ambitious artists and people who were there a long time and saw its potential, and man, they brought it to fruition, and it is it is popping off over there.
1: No, it's very cool. A lot of the it, areas that uh, were, uh, you know, we can call it a gentrification or whatever, but a lot of the areas that
0: were previously, um, <laughs> not so they good. weren't
1: exactly uh, Section 8 housing, but... Um,
0: no god no i wouldn't put a section eight person anywhere near these places yeah, it but was they like were low, they were
1: lower tier and now they were now they're i mean they've all been the, the, the price of everywhere to live down there has right doubled. the
0: rising tide is is floating all the ships but yep that's good and bad because you you obviously don't want to price anybody out and as far as i'm concerned Columbus is big enough and shitty enough in enough places where you really should be you should be concentrating those gentrification efforts and not try to spread them too thin, because it's not going to go over. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, you're not just gonna you're not gonna get your return on your investment if you're the only good place on the block and the rest of it doesn't follow suit. You know,
1: well, that's kind of been the identity of Columbus since I've been here. Though you might be in a nice area. I mean that's how Chicago is, and you go a block away, and you know you're in you're in the middle of shittsville, and you're you've got bars on windows, and you're guarding your wallet with your life. It's just sketchy. There's it's a, true. Like Columbus four is different stores, hell, three though. of them cash checks, and the other one sells liquor and guns. You don't feel too comfortable in your neighborhood. So, but no, for sure. You know they. I don't know. They they continue to push. It's just that the, the people that live in those areas, they've got to find a place to relocate. So there's always going to be a, somewhere that people are going to look at and consider that to be a sketchy neighborhood.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, or you just get priced out completely and then there's a giant homeless epidemic like you have oh, in, even in California and yeah. Seattle and shit. It's totally terrible. Um, But so, yeah, I mean, like, Wow. Just really great stuff. We uh, we went to just some charity hockey game, and then we went to the terrible maze of ineptitude and um, crappy Italian food that is Buca di Beppo.
1: <laughs> I don't know if it's crappy so much it is completely run of the mill.
0: Bro, there is they, nothing special they about ordered it whatsoever. for the table of us 12 family-style meals, and each one of them were just okay at best i was like this is not worth a single fat gram of this cream sauce and short really rib not. gnocchi or whatever the hell you just gave me
1: i like i like their uh chicken salt and bucca um okay that's not too bad but for the most part if i'm there just get me the spaghetti with the giant meatball that's that's, oh, that's all right
0: see i miss that that's what i should have had they gave me that's what you want. That, when you
1: go to Buca to beppo that's what you want
0: what i want is something edible and i was not served anything close oh god it was and then you know i am in the worst part of columbus as far as i'm concerned in the arena district it's like the mini uh bro style disneyland of of town would you agree with that assessment um
1: i I guess it depends because so many different things go on
0: at the arena sure i mean well it's hockey and it's meat market bars in the arena district
1: yeah and there's other things i don't go down there there much anymore now that i'm an old man but uh yeah i could see what you're saying well that was the
0: place to score tail back in the day or probably still is you know it's where real sweaty things are going on loud i I guess a
1: little bit further north uh, at the in the park street area was where we would go
0: yeah all of those
1: bars have been basically sold or renovated there's bar louis still there and I think canteen yeah, is gas still works
0: the gas works is still there yeah, i saw
1: yeah i mean Hilarious. these places brothers and gas were still there so yes these yes. are just a lot of uh the, the same old same old so
0: well what i was telling Brittany was like you know what's great about having a restaurant in that town is you have tens of thousands of fresh faces who don't know how shitty your product is moving into town every year mm-hmm. and so you know, as long as you have an attractive coupon in the student flyer, you're going to get that many first time orders. And if they oh, never yeah. come back, that's fine. You could probably eke out a living just on bad experiences alone.
1: Yeah. Uh, and that's the one thing about uh, uh, Columbusites. They, the people here, are, they're always dying for the next new thing. So that's why the turnover in a lot of these it is, yeah. properties is so quick. You know, if you hold on to your venue for more than a year, you're a success story.
0: <laughs> that's so, true.
1: Bars and restaurants here are just fleeting, and I know that's true everywhere. But I think yeah, But what's a cool bit is more, that uh, there's a little bit more commitment. Uh, in it proves that it's a testing ground, in New
0: York. Like that, you know, people do get to try things out there, and people are pretty adventurous there. I got to applaud mm-hmm. them. Yeah, it's great. So. So um yeah, how about you? Anything new?
1: Uh absolutely not. No. I've got a I've got a uh, go to Chicago uh this weekend, I guess. Uh oh, there sweet. was a, Well, no. no. There was a death <laughs> in my uh <laughs> in my fiance's family. So Oh
0: shit, never mind. Sorry about that.
1: Yeah, not so sweet. Uh it's not going to be bless. a great time.
0: Oh no. Uh, I'm sorry. And I love
1: Chicago. I lived there.
0: Uh, yeah, a, what a great, great city, town.
1: So it's a shame we're going to be spending it. Uh, is it in
0: town or is it in what, like, what sub- it's, uh, suburb? It's more
1: in a suburb. So, right we're not on gonna up in the northwest. To anything fun. So, but that's okay. I'm going I'm no, yeah. for the uh, the family. So, but other than that, no, there's really nothing going on uh, around well, here. Well, I hope you and... have
0: good traveling weather, my brother. Yeah. Every yeah. time I get behind the wheel and I'm going more than an hour, it just starts pouring. <laughs>
1: Well, as long as it doesn't start freezing rain or snow or freeze on the – anything sliding. That's,
0: that's what I got on the way to Columbus this uh, weekend. That's we, were stuff supposed to, me. we were supposed to leave at 9 in the morning, and this snow squall started at 9 a.m., <laughs> and we're like, are we leaving? And it dumped like a couple inches in an hour, and then behind it was freezing rain and then rain. And we just decided to leave in the middle of it. We're like, all right, we just have to, we're going to go. We got. That's why we got the all-wheel drive on the car, I guess. Right, yeah, you
1: don't have a choice.
0: And we didn't. So. It was a commitment, and we have AAA, and we toughed it out. And it was a white-knuckle time, and we made it. Way to go. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> right so let's uh let's talk some news how does news sound to you uh well
1: it depends uh we can talk about it uh i'll let you know how i feel about it while we go through it
0: (laughs) well can we talk about the uh the white supremacy people you know about Uh, this gun rally that uh
1: the virginia part two (laughs) yes
0: correct exactly Um, um
1: Yeah, this uh, accelerationism.
0: Exactly. So, like, these guys are basically just trying to bring society down. Yeah. That's the goal. Do they have a plan for afterwards?
1: They believe that we're already headed
0: there. Right, right. So
1: that we're already collapsing, and they're like, all right, let's just get it over with so we can rebuild.
0: And, you know, that sucks so bad because... So many different asshole groups have this same mentality. And as long as one is helping the other, you know, advance, then they're all okay with it. Like the the nihilism that has come about in, you know, in the youth, especially since not since Trump has come into office, but it seems in these last few years and the evangelical Christians who are like, you know, they've been saying it for hundreds of years or whatever. Revelation is right around the corner.
1: Oh, it's always been around the corner,
0: but now you can kind of prove it. And people are in one of these scared moments in history where everyone's really frightful. So they're willing to believe more of that stuff. Uh, And then you have these people who, I mean, you just want to distrust the government and distrust. Well, guess what? When you break it all down, and everyone has their own separate fiefdoms, and that doesn't work, and you have warring clans for hundreds of years roaming the countrysides, well, they're going to get together on a hillock, and they're going to come up with something, and it's going to be called a society, and that society is going to need a government. So you're basically right. just chasing your tail if you're trying to bring this shit down. The point and is you have to even fix a it. this isn't even
1: hypothetical. This is human behavior. Right. I mean, this is the way that, that we're programmed and we've and, lived through it. you're already to the point where it's already. Ha- I, I don't even see how they believe that this can happen. Like they're really going to collapse society. Isn't that like literally the, like the motive and the intention of like every bad guy in every video game and movie in history? Like yeah. oh, this world this world is shitty. So I'm going to hurry up and destroy it so I can rebuild a utopia. Like that is. I guess. Yeah. I mean, that was literally Thanos. In the Avengers movies.
0: Ah, I, have to, I, mean, I do it have was, to watch and it's,
1: it's every villain and every role-playing game and every – it's just always the world sucks, so I have to destroy it and then rebuild it uh, anew, and it's going to be great. It's so cliche and empty, and these people are walking around with a, a big woke stamp on their hand like they think they're getting into the club of coolness. And I don't understand I, – I just – I don't understand this vapid – uh, myopic thinking of yeah we'll just end society and then you know things will be better i <laughs> it's just what are it's you going to say like i but they they they're all this they're is all seemingly
0: very principled and they're all seemingly very well researched and they have a ton of supporting facts to back up all these crazy claims that they have so you're you it's you can't you I feel like you can say them. the
1: same thing about flat earthers, but their facts are always half truths. They're never all of the story. Their facts painted in a light to and reinforce their own narratives.
0: Well, I guess and, you can't ever um, prove them wrong because you never want to give their stupid ideas a test. Like we can't be like, all right, we'll try it your way for 10 years and see how it goes. Right. Yeah. No, because we can never yeah. come back from that because it's, it's ridiculous
1: no there's no beta mode for
0: uh trying this out you're either doing it or you're not or we can like and these are the people that i don't know i don't know it's like they want to go back to they're, or they're in bed with the constitutionalists they're in bed with these people who say that they are so associated with the fundamentals of what this country was built on it's like, no, this country was built on the fundamentals of uniting the states as one republic. And it needed to be that way because we were so separate. But there needed to be overarching principles that kind of governed us all. all right. I think states' rights is, is tough stuff. Like I, I believe in it in some in some respects and in others, I think that you kind of have to have national standards for things. Like I don't, I, I mean, I get like why, like maybe teaching to the test or something for kids in elementary and high school and stuff like that can be totally de- detrimental because all you care about is a test score and not about the kids and how they actually progress. But I want to know that, Any kid leaving second grade knows how to do this kind of division. There should be some kind of standardization to that development where we sit down with the best and brightest in this country as a group and establish standards that say, in terms of a child's development, here is what they can handle and here is what we should present to them at this age. And it should go for everyone. Is that weird? Is that like total lefty? It is. It
1: it is lefty, but it's, it's more rather than being just purely lefty. It's a counter to what these people, I I don't consider exactly like this. Isn't the same as Richmond before, when we're looking at literal white supremacists and Nazis, Uh, these people are, they have a different agenda and I don't necessarily consider it a conservative right-wing agenda at its core it's it's very libertarian conservatism
0: there's no conservatism left in the trump wing of the party like they shouldn't even be able to use that word
1: (laughs) i know it's true it's unbelievable they are radical insurgency and the debt to levels that i mean for eight years we heard uh republicans slamming obama for the debt and for the most part these people don't even understand what the debt is and how little the debt actually means. The deficit is far more important. And Obama was pretty good with it. And Trump is terrible with both. But there seems to be no public outcry coming from the right wing right now about right uh, wing any of that spending.
0: Is They're all like, oh, the stock market's doing
1: good. I'm like, but that doesn't mean, tell me about your portfolio, sir. With your $40,000 a year job. Is the stock market really banging? That, that's, that's, uh, that's blowing your wallet up? Come on.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I, I just know that um, it's this weird mixture of mob mentality and cloistered um, cronyism on that side of the fence. I don't approve of it one bit. And you get all this outrage from the bottom, a.k.a. the base. And a.k.a. the base. You know, the base in Arabic is Al-Qaeda. I found that out really i shit you not that's what i heard but i shit you not that i heard it
1: it doesn't it doesn't mean anything but that's no it does because it's like
0: significant it's one of these little things like these people have too much time like they read so many conspiracy theories and watch so many fucking crazy uh nicholas cage steel the constitution movies that they feel like they have to spin a real yarn when they make this shit up for themselves in real life
1: That's true i would say that a lot of these people don't have a firm grip on reality
0: no, and they can they can be swayed very easily to do oh, very say easily. and believe. All, all take just
1: one meme on Facebook. One unsourced meme.
0: Yeah, that can really get a, something that they might want to agree with. <laughs> it's amazing. So it's gullible. And 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 you know what? The Russians are laughing because they're like, "Man, these fucking idiots." Just the over Russians. There? <laughs> well, yeah, because they stand to benefit the most. Well, the Chinese and the Russians. i was going to say China. But, uh, I, 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 like others, forget that they are... Um, but the entire
1: world is in the audience watching the show right now. They've all got a oh, little cocktail yeah. glass.
0: Yes, a couple yes, deep, yes.
1: And they are chuckling at the stand-up routine that is uh, this uh, administration. So,
0: You know what? Trump, after he leaves office, should come out with some popcorn because it is a show whenever he is on. And just think about... Can you imagine if we make it through, God forbid, four more years of this douche? And if if we make it through, or if he leaves office, what his personality would be like once he is dethroned? I think he'll disappear. Get the fuck out of here. What are you talking about? He's never going to disappear again. He's the most important most bloviating man in the world in the history of the world and he's just gonna go silently into that good night
1: yeah because i think his mental health issues will finally take the front seat when he
0: leaves office i just think that 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 doesn't mean it's gonna go away and nobody's gonna put him in a closet he's gonna do that shit on public display for all to see
1: i don't know i think his family and his team will hide him away because i think he's gonna be unhinged enough that no one's going to be able to deny I, he's already he,
0: he, the dude is he's teetering he's teetering he, he's and has no, i not
1: i think he's over the edge he's 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 going down a a bobsled right toward you Ever notice dementia. how how, so, how
0: different the pitch of his voice is depending on whether he's reading teleprompter whether he's speaking off the cuff or whether he's like answering questions yeah like well
1: he's i mean the, the his entire campaign has always been built on igniting his base with with complete bullshit and they're like he tells it like it is like just because he's talking like a moron oh i just mean you he sounds also like, talk like a moron
0: he sounds real weird sometimes it is. like you know at the rallies obviously he's at his best and he's he's on stage right there man he is shining he's because loving he's got
1: 100 percent support but the guy buckles like you can't believe when there's any kind of negativity or someone opposing him or booze unfavorable uh uh (laughs) review of uh, something he said it's just his skin is so unbelievably thin that it is the only way he can be his best is when he's at one of his ridiculous rallies full of fanatics just waving around maga hats
0: so i was actually i anyways i meant when he was like when he gives these addresses and lets you know about uh, action that the government has had to take. He talks like he's out of breath and he's barely there. And we had to do these horrible things. And very monotone. (laughs) Yeah. But it's like, he's on his deathbed when he's talking like that. And it's so great. It's like, I'm telling you, this
1: dude is not in good health. Uh, You're going to watch him uh, quickly wither when he's out of office we can make a gentleman's bet on it but uh that's that's what i see happening he's not gonna sense
0: because you're even the healthy
1: presidents kind of disappear when they leave office so (laughs) this guy is not in good health
0: but they know better and they know the norms this man has bucked every norm that has come his way why would he continue not to you know why wouldn't he keep doing the same thing
1: he's gonna be in his mid to late 70s depending on when he leaves office I mean, and he's, like I said, his mental health is in, it's in shambles if you ask me. I, I, the guy's barely holding it together.
0: All right, well, it's I will bet you incoherent. any amount of money that this man will be a total shit show when he leaves office. And let me know when I can collect or what the actual proof needs to be. So that I can show up at your door when it does happen. Because there it, might be a God, shit show as he leaves oh office, but
1: I'm saying once he's actually out, because he's going to be out. Um, you know, whatever. Actually,
0: I fear for his health. Like, like, like he might like self harm. Like if he loses that kind of thing. Like I don't know if he'll wither mentally. I think he could he could hurt himself. Yeah, like he's because yeah, he I just think, doesn't th- know how to lose. He doesn't. I understand think he's past it.
1: senility to the point where he. I, I don't know, I think he has serious psychological issues at this point in his life, and it's just because his he's old and he I don't think he treated his body very well during his life, so Okay.
0: <laughs> just I, I agree opinion. with that,
1: that's for sure. Um So uh speaking of uh speaking of him, uh what yeah. do we know so far about what's going on with this impeachment, if anything, is the Senate ever going to actually start this?
0: Um you know I, I just hate how nobody wants to play fair ever. I'm hearing about how they want to have this trial run in 12-hour sessions starting at uh, 1 in the afternoon and you know going until the wee hours of the night so that nobody can watch it and you can't sway public opinion. And it's mm-hmm. just dirty pool every turn. And nobody can ever get the... Answers or the facts, and 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 obviously nowadays when you do they just get spun. So when do they start it? I don't know, but it's like the end has been inevitable for months, if not years now. Like when when even you would posit an impeachment day one of his presidency, it's like when when's he gonna fuck up? And when he does, what's gonna be his out? Well, his out is a majority in the Senate, and not only that, his out is an apathetic american public who when presented with the facts and when presented with a clear um, discussion of the severity of the infractions they still turned a blind eye because it's just they've been beaten down by this man's behavior and his indiscretions and his complete disregard for the norms and decency of of the office
1: yeah well he's certainly not been cooperating either um as we would not expect him to, but right. The truth. They, I think they you, set, you at, set you free, at this point, but you there's don't really want nowhere the truth. for them to go but to the Senate.
0: They have to. Well, they I are. Mean, so they sent the articles, but now they just have to figure out the rules.
1: Yeah. Is there any real point? I mean, we and we we said this from the beginning. We no one expected a uh, Republican-controlled uh, Senate to actually uh, convict. But um, the. So the House laid out their, you know, their case with their charges uh, uh, brought up against him, the grievances that we have. And um, Trump's defense team uh, came back and basically just blew the whole thing off. Like, they didn't even really address things point by point. They said, no, none of this is real. This is a circus. And, you know, as I was saying, it's literally the equivalent of when someone replies to your well-thought-out argument online with just a laughing, crying face emoji, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, and that's yeah, how... my argument was so bad that it's hilarious, and yet you don't really have a single word to refute it. That's kind of the way this defense team drew it up. They're calling this a charade, and, and they're not taking it seriously, and I really think they probably should, but whatever. But the, maybe they don't, though because we've got guys like Mitch McConnell out there who are flat out saying, uh, no, I have no intentions of being nonpartisan. Mm -hmm. Like what? Like you're, you're not going to come out there and look at this fairly.
0: Well, what they've said is that there was no extortion and no bribery. So if they're saying that when the proof is right there, that, there was extortion and bribery they want to say, i mean like they want to say that the money was released to ukraine and then you come back with okay but it wasn't until it was made a big deal about it and people were starting to notify others that it was being held over their heads you know unfairly mm-hmm. so yeah it wasn't just on his own goodwill that he did this he held it up for political reasons and if you want to talk to one of his supporters and ask them what is the line when is it too far this is actual asking of involvement of a foreign entity to help you in your campaign you know for political reasons is that not is that not the essence of some bullshit that should not be stood for in this democracy
1: well I, i think it's the epitome of corruption yeah
0: um obviously
1: and see this is the point when mcconnell is admitting that he's gonna he's not never going to be impartial like you shouldn't be allowed to make a decision on this case never in in the history of the united states courts would we ever have a juror sit in a jury uh, to try one of their peers and decide on them who had just said no i'm not going to be impartial like you're dude i know you're not but don't admit it publicly. Don't just rub your balls in my face.
0: Yeah. Like, well, I, that I don't want any balls dismissed. in my face.
1: But McConnell's are, like, they're way low on the list of balls I want rubbed in my face.
0: They're so, just way low, period.
1: They're way low, end of sentence. Yeah, think Full about stop. Droopy
0: Dog. Droopy Dog, Mr. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Turtle Man, has got to yeah, have I the lowest balls fucking balls like in the droopy. Senate. Yeah. He's got to so, tuck them into his shoes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's got enough sack. He's got one in each shoe, actually.
0: That's what I'm saying. Absolutely, it straddles the crotch. It's oh, that bad. God, that's he's disgusting. the scrotum totem.
1: This dude, <laughs> the scrotum. Oh man. Um, uh, yeah. So, so. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't know what I expected.
0: No, I, guess I this, do. This is I what do, I and I expected this. Yeah, this
1: is what I expected. It just, I guess, it just still pisses me off, and uh, it, it's annoying. And this isn't. This isn't me being a progressive or someone who is just flat out not a Trump supporter. This is me looking at the justice system and saying, "What the hell is the point? Why? Why well, are it's not the justice system? It's Congress. Play fair?
0: It's Congress. So what it is is you have people who are putting party above country, like right, full stop. You have uh, th- Lisa this has Murkowski been for, for
1: a few decades now." I mean, it's always been happening, but it's been worse and worse, and it is at its absolute worst right now.
0: Well, yeah, it's always been happening, but never to this degree. This is these are blatant falsehoods that no one from previous generations of politics would even recognize. This is not the same game, it so is, we can't right. say they've Completely been doing it. And that's I mean, when you say that, that sounds like when people talk to me and say they're all liars. I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Like, this is lying and this is cheating and grifting and misdirection on a scale that yeah. has never been seen in this country. It is I mean, like it's, only. It's, it's not wrong.
1: They are, they all, since the beginning, have all been liars. It's not like our founding fathers. I know this stuff about George Washington and the apple tree and whatever. Dude, politicians were liars since people could walk. I mean, we get that politicians did not build their entire
0: personas on lies. This is a different level of lying.
1: This isn't even like, this is to the point where he believes his own lies. Like he lives in a fantasy world and he's somehow lassoed this entire base into the fantasy camp with him. And they're all just prancing around in this completely false reality that they've created for themselves. And just plugging their ears, singing la 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 la,
0: and the is reason at the top is, of their lungs is because and- they do not have an answer for replacement. They do not have to worry about doing the work. They can just be obstructionary. So it is. It's amazing how this attitude has been able to extend past when the opposition was in power in the white house so mitch mcconnell obviously day one of obama's presidency said the goal is to obstruct 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 at any point to grind the wheels not to help out the american people but simply to win at all costs so he's able to do that for eight years and then they get in and they have power and they still aren't able to come up with their own great solutions to all the ills that they said the previous administration had had. So, I mean, you look at... Well, then at, they turn a blind eye. Suddenly well, those ills don't seem to matter as much as they did when right. So, uh, healthcare. In office. You can talk all the shit you want, but you have no actual solution as to how we get coverage for all these people with pre-existing conditions without having to either tax people or make people get into the pools involuntarily, like with the mandate. So there is nothing except more giveaways to the private sector for them on that. If you wanna talk about tax reform, that is gonna be one of the biggest stains on his legacy besides his piss poor attitude, is that he just gave away all this money to the rich and to corporations and to, to lower and middle income people, he gave them expiring tax cuts that basically was here's a bone Look the other way while all my homies get all this cash forever.
1: Right, because you're you're too lazy and possibly too stupid to ever bother doing any actual research to do to even take a deeper look. I think it's more. I think it's more just they articles. don't trust.
0: When the facts are put right in their face, they are taught not to trust it. So they don't even have to be smart enough. They just have to be able to read. But when they read it, do they believe it? No, because they're told not to. Because they're right, told because that the people who are giving news. them their information is a mortal enemy. Not somebody who actually gives a shit about making common sense decisions for the greater yeah. good.
1: No, it's embarrassing when you you get on, uh, you see these pages like Fact Check and PolitiFact. and These are really Thank God bell- for them. respected fact-checking sites and they're... They're busting Donald Trump out on one of his Googleplex of lies. And you've got some conservative degenerate on there talking about how the site is liberal and, and fake. And like, dude, when are you going to realize that it's you? It's not everyone else that's lying. Like the whole world isn't lying to you, but Trump. I, I, I don't understand why. I, I don't understand why. I don't understand how you subscribe to that. So it's, it's very frustrating. Um, I don't know there's really not much to be said about the impeachment until it actually starts, but we already know how the people of the United States are going to react. You know, yeah, it's going yeah, exactly. to and they're not right going to react. The That's line. the point.
0: Cause if they were going to react, then they would have lit a fire under their senators asses and their senators would have hopefully been in lockstep with their constituents and, you know, voted his ass out of office. But they just—they don't care, and their their constituents don't care either. And so, I don't know. When you send yeah. a representative off to Washington, are they rep- are they are they supposed to do what you tell them to do, or are they supposed to do the right thing? And what if those aren't the same thing? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, I do. Like, if you're a good guy that comes from a real shitty part of town, they just happen to elect you into office because they liked your face or your last name and and you know better but you've got a bunch of riled up mfers back in town like it takes a lot of balls to vote with your conscience yeah and i don't see it i don't see it happening and it's it's really unfortunate
1: yeah i feel the same way so
0: all right we'll just see how it plays out we will what do you want you want to talk about uh the democratos
1: yeah what's going on on the other side of the
0: aisle it's a little bit of he sh- he said she said.
1: Oh, uh-oh.
0: Yeah, you know, the Warren and and the Sanders, they're a little dust up. Yeah, yeah. Bernie Sanders, big big time sexist suddenly. Well, now I didn't see it, but apparently there was like a hot mic that caught them. They were like about to talk about it. Did you see the video or whatever, the audio? I did not see the audio. I I did
1: I just read where Warren was actually claiming uh that bernie said to her directly that a woman cannot be president
0: right and then so after the debate this last this last debate um they she snubbed him on the handshake afterwards and then he was like you know what's this about and she's like well you just called me a liar to the american public and he's like let's not talk about this here and um (laughs) The Jewish he, he New was, York
1: accent is dead on, by the way.
0: <laughs> Elizabeth, <laughs> we never. Yeah, I was gonna be. I was start. I was gonna be a little racist there. I'd be like, "Let's talk about this over a schmear and everything. We'll work it out. God. We'll work." <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but so. apparently someone's going to come out of this as a liar and apparently it's going to divide the already big tent divided left a little more and people are going to be butthurt and it's going to be uh, Hillary versus uh, Sanders 2.0 where you're not going to have the enthusiasm and they're not going to carry the torch and water for the party just because it's not their candidate and they're going to fucking implode and I just you can see it it's like this playbook of dum-dums. That they don't—they don't understand that you have this evil, um, <laughs> this evil entity on the other side that yeah. is so lockstep with one another that if you want to have these piddly-ass pissing contests on the other side, you're always going to lose because you might oh, comprise seventy sure. percent of the populace, but if you're all fighting amongst each other and don't get out to vote, and You're just more focused on living your best life and taking selfies and doing yoga, and not you know being becoming the future Republicans of America and getting all into your local civic duties. Well, guess who's going to end up taking over everything?
1: And this, it really seems like they're headed down this path too. Yeah. To see the division between Warren and Sanders, and I when they when they're not more partial to Sanders than Warren. But it's so silly because ideologically they have so much in common because she almost took, like, an apprentice role. They in, share
0: 90% of the DNA, essentially, politically. Yeah,
1: she, she is just uh, like Bernie Light. Like, she's just really riding the the Bernie train, and now she's kind of adapting it and making it her own and whatever. But now that the mudslinging has got to stop because it is dividing our – just the, the mere fact that Bernie's an old white man and she's, uh, you know, a, a woman – that alone well, is divisive enough right now on the
0: left. It's divisive because they're both white, for sure. But it's it's, it's if divisive you look because at it, she's
1: a woman. But that that's too, but I mean like
0: on the left, you there's factions that care about her race and their race more than they care about, you know, the other thing we're talking about. So there and are a gender, million races.
1: These things are all huge on the left. And I uh, Right now, it's just, I don't know. Obama really left the cupboards bare. <laughs> there was not really a whole lot to work with. Like, we're sitting I've around looking at Cory Booker. This like, dude, what are you still doing here? And then finally, he packs up and leaves, and no one even notices.
0: I've been saying this <laughs> since the last election. Like, where are the people riding the pine who are ready to put their hands up and say, put me in the game? Like, if Kamala Harris wanted to actually be something and be a factor in this race, she would have been plastering her face all over. Just sell yourself out and make yourself a known entity as soon as possible so that you're already in the mix and in the conversation. Like
1: yeah. we shouldn't
0: have to get to know 12 different brand new people within the span of 16 months or whatever. It's not fair. And it's not no. fair to the party when you you're going your up against. You got to get to do a
1: little branding. And it's not that difficult. Obama threw up a hope change thing and suddenly everyone knew who he was. Even though he had a terrible name, everyone no. knew who I mean Obama this guy was.
0: knew who he was because he came and showed out, right? Like this guy was fucking rock star as soon as you heard him, and he 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 rose to uh, fame and prominence so quickly because he earned it. And I'm not seeing that out of anybody except for, I mean, Elizabeth Warren should have been possibly the nominee, you know, in the last election mm-hmm. instead of Hillary. And that would have kind of negated the Sanders thing because she would have been both that far left and that woman. She was kind of the perfect candidate, but she She was too new for the last election. Yes. She was too new and she just didn't want to do it. She wasn't up for it. And so now that she is, she's running against this old guard of she's running against the old guard of the new thinking, which is Bernie, right? So he is the establishment of the future which is this, this real weird oxymoron, right? Because on the because left, <laughs> no, he's the establishment of the future. So it's something that is already established and yet not yet come to be. His way of thinking is something that he has had complete conviction in for a very long time. And it's something that a lot of the population is just now coming around to thinking as maybe being a viable option and we're here um trying to find out how much of that is going to be possible and you got a couple people who have it in their in their platforms and we're going to see if either one of them is going to be able to energize like I, like mayor pete was the guy man i i mean i really like him i wish he didn't look like a little Alfred E. newman maybe people would take him a little more seriously but he's a he's um, a he's a yeah he's this awesome isn't his dude. year,
1: although you know he's he's a uh, he's like a, a kid in a toy store right now running around uh they got going to Iowa ready for the caucus, sure They're, the rest of the main candidates are all tied up with uh, the impeachment hearing and right. uh, Buttigieg's over there just well save save Biden and
0: uh Steyr and all these you know the rich guys Bloomberg I think that's hilarious I mean. You got billionaires in there, and and hey, if anyone knows how to talk about taxing rich people, it's it's ultra billionaires. Because once you get enough money, you're like, all right, I can finally give it back. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll see about Iowa, but um, I know that we're looking at um, a three horse race right now. As as much as I love Mayor Pete, he just probably won't be able to get his shit together. No, it's
1: gonna be it's gonna be Lizzie, Bernie, and uh, Uncle Joe, scumbag Biden. So
0: hey, creepy Joe, he's he's cool. I don't (laughs) mind him. I mean, you know, I don't mind him either. I just love
1: the the irony of the way that they paint that guy on the right. Like, oh oh, my god, he's such a dirty man. Look at him. Like, dude, what Like the president
0: (laughs) raped a woman allegedly in a department store while she was doing her nicest to help him out and, you know, was was flirtatious because right. she was a reporter and Donald Trump just was like, hey, come help me pick something out for my girlfriend or whatever, and ends up apparently raping her, and it's a very credible attack. Um, they have, I think, lawsuits against each other right now, and that's one of many really credible and really vivid uh, allegations that a lot of people, you know, it's like, I don't know. And, And then you can never get people to believe things because Christine Blasey Ford had no fucking good reason to come out and testify the way she did. And yet all of that douchebags defenders have nothing more to say than to discredit her and her motives. Like, you cannot convince people when they do not want to be convinced, and they have no—they have no empathy for these—for these, I mean, victims. It doesn't seem. It's 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 insane.
1: Agreed. Um, yeah, this is a. I don't know. These are all topics that are, uh, the after the Iowa caucus, and we we start to get closer to the primaries there will be more to say there's going to be a lot more to say about the impeachment so right i think we could let let those simmer for now there's but going to be so much more to say <laughs> there is coming up so there
0: is and it all reflects on the character of the country so that's the larger conversation like what do the citizens do when presented with the facts right that is the true test of the character we have no aaron rodgers in the super bowl right mm-hmm. no we Blighty. have a uh, no brady either but i mean of the teams we do have in there we have a really well-rounded san francisco team and then we have the adonis that is patrick mahomes the it, uh, that offense in general i would say oh all the weapons yeah the the yeah. full the lo- fully loaded toolbox
1: yeah, their defense isn't bad either. I mean, it's gotten they, better. I don't think they they don't have the guys up front that uh, they do in uh, in San Francisco with guys like Nick Boza, but uh, they, they got they got dudes over there. Uh, they, they got can play dudes. and they're going to score
0: points. So. All right, so wh- how do you think it's going to go?
1: No, oh, I like San Francisco. Um, I, I just think that they're a more well-rounded team, uh, but it could go either way. I don't really have a stake in it. I'd like to see San Francisco get there. Get their uh, sixth uh, Super Bowl. That puts them up there with um
0: The Squealers. Uh, Pittsburgh. Absolutely. Yeah. And so. as a Youngstown native, I am always kind of rooting for the 49ers with the Eddie DeBartlow connection. I um, grew up
1: loving them. Who didn't? I mean, yeah. at our age, everybody loved Montana and Rice. I mean, shit, so.
0: I was a Dallas Cowboy fan because I was like born in Dallas and like was lived there for like a year or what, six months or something.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I always hated Dallas because they kind of dethroned uh, the Niners.
0: They did. But I, I love the Cowboys like and still love the Niners.
1: Uh, a lesser – you know, they were all like lesser players. I was like, oh, Michael Irving's not Jerry Rice. And, uh, Emmitt Smith's only a good running back because he's got a great offensive line. He's not as good it as was. Barry Sanders. It was. That's how I always felt team. about that team.
0: Yeah, but you didn't know that many of the linemen on the Niners, but you knew Leon Lett, you know, and so like – those Cowboys teams were loaded, but they were they were both great franchises. But anyway, oh yeah, so, well the,
1: the the team of the '80s, the
0: Niners were the '80s, yeah, and, and they were falling off the 90s were the, boys were the '90s, the the for 90s for sure.
1: when the Cowboys took over.
0: So yeah, um, but so yeah, I think I think Mahomes can get it done because I think he, he can. Yeah, I, I absolutely wouldn't be surprised if uh,
1: Kansas City won.
0: Yeah, so I'm gonna go with them just because I want to see the fireworks and. Sure. I don't know if I don't know if the Niners are going to be able to hang quite as many points on them as they did on Green Bay.
1: They don't have the offensive attack that uh Kansas City does. That's for sure. But they're very balanced again. They got a great offensive line too. So
0: And their running game is insane.
1: Yeah, they're going to grind out yards. So yeah, I don't know. This is a you got two very complete football teams with two extremely different styles. It's going to be really interesting. You know, this is the uh Since uh, 2003, starting in 2003, there's only been one Super Bowl that didn't have a guy named Manning, Roethlisberger, or Brady representing the AFC. Wow. And that was when uh, Flacco and the Ravens got their, uh, I think it was 2012, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, Flacco's one elite-level quarterback cementing um, season. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> that's what got him paid we, in perpetuity. We
1: thought he was going to be great, and then he returned to mediocre. And eh, the man
0: um, could throw the long ball, and that's all anyone ever cared about, right?
1: Yeah, the guy had a cannon. Absolutely. Yeah. Where'd he go? He went. To, came out of Delaware, didn't he? <laughs> that's right.
0: Blue um, hens all the way.
1: So, um, uh... No, but... Yeah, th- 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 that stronghold <laughs> that uh, Brady and Manning and Big Ben have had on the, on the AFC is finally coming to an end.
0: All right, so how about this for a little factoid i just happened to come across um this is going to be or uh there has been no rushing leader in the super bowl since 2005 i don't it's even know who it was
1: League. 2005 what that was that uh, sean alexander
0: no idea i'm gonna but guess I, 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 I wouldn't even pause a guess it could be terrell davis for all i know i don't i'm not even well it was it
1: was pittsburgh and seattle uh in 2005 oh was it um
0: yeah, I know my Super Bowls pretty well. Dude, that's <laughs> um, awesome.
1: Pittsburgh and Seattle, so I'm going to go ahead and say it was Sean Alexander because I wow. don't think it was Jerome Bettis. So, <laughs> um,
0: you don't think it was the bus? I, I, I'm, I'm putting my money against the Cause bus. Because that was the towards the end of his career, right?
1: Yeah, I think he retired around he was, that, that period. Okay. So, uh, yeah, and that was Sean Alexander was amazing around that time. He was time, the MVP
0: so, yeah. that year, I'm seeing. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm fairly certain it was him. Damn! Yeah, it's not a it's not a
1: running it's not a running league anymore. I mean, you have to be able to run the ball. I know, but I thought
0: Derrick Henry had a chance. He was the galloping ghost, man. He was just mobbing through people. I was like, he could do this for one more game. Oh yeah,
1: the juggernaut.
0: Oh, (laughs) what a what so fun to watch. He is fun to watch. He's from Alabama too, though. So I
1: I carry a, a grain of salt.
0: So, yeah, but. When homeboy came to play (laughs) trent richardson oh my god you had
1: to you had to kind trent richardson that was that was one of the the most angry drafts i've ever sat through when the browns took richardson at three i almost cried and then they grabbed brandon whedon later that round and i cried again
0: the 50 year old gunslinger
1: it it was, was that a worse draft or was the Justin Gilbert Johnny Manziel first round worse?
0: Oh, Gilbert Manziel for sure. Because I don't was... know, man. All right, I mean, I'd have How to look. How do you argue that Richardson that was... or
1: Whedon was a success?
0: Um, because I I don't know. I guess I thought Gilbert was going to be good. I thought it was a decent pick. It turned I out to be went awful. With a,
1: what's his name? Was it Denard out of uh, Sparty, Michigan State? Okay, whoever Cincinnati ended up drafting, he was the. That was the corner to go with, and they didn't because they're the Browns.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm a Big Ten guy, so I'm always worried about Big 12 um, um, skill players. skill players in general? No, skill <laughs> players, mostly. Um, just because, yeah, like it's so freewheeling, 100-point over-unders, that it's like I don't even know what to believe over here. Yeah,
1: I don't I don't have any interest in anyone from the Big 12, uh, especially not Oklahoma State. God, no. <laughs> uh so, anyways, yeah. So, yeah, so we're going to have of Browns, a nice... the Browns, though, Odell Beckham Jr.,
0: <laughs> huh? Well, handing I think... Handing out cash. He's handing out cash, but I found out that, or we all found out, that the security guard is not going to press charges. So, that's good.
1: Oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah, I hadn't the butt he slap, t- shifted.
0: he's getting away with it.
1: If, if anyone is not familiar, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. decided to, in his uh, enthusiasm of LSU's national Inebriation. championship... Inebriation... Give a little butt slap. Yeah, he was probably under the influence too. Hell yeah! Uh, give a little butt slap to uh, the security guard there at the at the stadium, and rather than confront him, the dude who allegedly is an actual cop uh, decided he was going to make a phone call and press charges for his, for the butt slap. Yeah, battery celebration. Battery. Yeah, it was going to be a. Was it battery or was it assault? It was simple battery, I believe. Simple battery. He battered him. He yeah, battered like his a, ass.
0: Yep, like Funfetti.
1: Come on now. I mean, um,
0: but if you saw that he, butt slap, man, it was like he wound up. It was a big, it wasn't even a slap. It was like he was going for breaking his butt.
1: Oh, yeah. I didn't see uh, actual footage of it. Oh, so yeah. he, gave him a, he gave him a real dinger, huh? He
0: did. And if I was that guy, I'd have been like, yo, man, what the fuck? Ten grand, and I won't say shit. It was that it was a 10 grand slap on the ass as far as I'm concerned. Especially if he wants to be in there, being an asshole, being all drunk, you cannot be handing out money to college players right in front of everybody. Just do it in the fucking hallway like everyone else does. What are yeah, you doing, was, you idiot? It was
1: idiotic. I don't even understand that. I mean, I like but, that hey. he's a
0: fun guy. I like that he likes his team and you know what, if he I, wants to yeah. give Joe Burrow a million dollars, he's fine and he's well within his rights to do so cuz they are both not student-athletes anymore, and they can do whatever the hell they want, but it don't look right, and you can't give it to all the other dudes who still got to come back next year.
1: Exactly. They're risking their careers now. Ugh. So, yeah. I mean, you know, J- Burrow <laughs> smoking his cigar. He's like, I don't give a fuck.
0: Hell, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate he's, that. He's but like, hand I me also... the cash.
1: I don't need it now because, you know, I'm not <laughs> yeah. paid in a few months. So
0: That boy is paid.
1: We got a pretty... Pretty boring month coming up, in my opinion, in February for sports. Um, I might yeah. consider February to be the worst sports month.
0: Now, I definitely consider the worst sports month to be when the NBA uh, season finally wraps up. Because then there's like nothing. Or no, wait. It's when... What We're talking it? about July. Yeah. You think July's yeah. the worst sports month? What do you got going on? You just got baseball. Yeah, like, baseball. Like nothing's nothing's going on until college football starts that is the biggest lull it's well, it's you know, god uh, awful
1: let me let me think don't you have a if you
0: isn't want to tell the me British Open hockey in, or something, uh, July um well For yeah golf? all right so it's August uh, is doesn't well, I think August, the NBA August you
1: got the US open in golf you got so the, it is
0: July it is July is the worst sports month in my opinion
1: you got oh man you got the all-star break that's always fun Eh. it's great during olympic years
0: (laughs) it is great (laughs) during olympic years
1: actually the olympics are usually in august aren't they so
0: that's probably not i gotta start maybe keeping track of sports a little bit more um i my viewership has gone down quite a bit i just i just kind of read the the headlines and watch the browns that's that's where that's where my sports viewership has been going lately
1: yeah, I I I don't know. I, I I guess I really like baseball. Do you? Yeah, it's I get into the Indians, and I, I I'm actually a Cubs fan as well. Mm. So maybe maybe that's it. Maybe me having baseball in July. But what what is going on in February? That is the most boring time. I, no one gives a damn about the NBA until the playoffs approach.
0: I'm telling you what though, with this new NBA, there's a lot of players out there where you do want to see these matchups like. I am enthralled with watching what Luca Doncic has been doing on a nightly basis. Not gonna lie, um, like seeing the Rockets, you know, uh, experiment pass or fail, and not only that, but seeing resurgent LeBron has definitely brought me back towards wanting to check in and make sure I know, you know, where the Lakers stand, how things are going. Um, it's been pretty exciting. And, and that's just okay. as a real casual viewer who will tune in when you know you see the the heavyweights getting together and uh not very often otherwise um, I don't know i i i' just i'm I'm down on
1: february i just never i never enjoy myself during the the, the sports period when football is completely over. a friend of mine uh and myself usually. Privately to ourselves, we refer to it as the season of suck. Uh, It's basically when football ends all the way to before uh, March Madness begins. And I I just I I don't get into any of the basketball during that period. And I guess that's, you know, what do you like better, basketball or baseball? That's where the difference would be. And I enjoy baseball more, regular season baseball. Um, I think playoff basketball is extremely exciting. I think the tournament in college is extremely exciting. I think the regular season for both sports is a monotonous grind toward who cares. A loss doesn't mean that much like it does in college football or the NFL. It, it, it It's all very whatever. And it you is. You can say the same thing about baseball.
0: but I do say the same thing about baseball, but I also <laughs> say it twice as much because a loss in baseball means half as much as it does in basketball because they have twice as many games. True, and not only in that,
1: baseball. You're playing. You're playing series. You're not playing one game and leave it. You're playing five games, four games, three games every time you play a team. Right. The five games is a long series. That's uncommon. Right. It's usually but, you know two, you're three, playing two, four. three, or four games every time you're you're playing a team. Yeah. And so it's really not about winning the game. It's about winning the series. And sometimes you get a sweep, so yeah. You, but it's not about winning the days. series
0: at all, though, right? Because in the end, what? it's all just like everyone comes down to one game after 162 to see if you get in the wild card spot or whatever. And now you got to go play for your whole season. It's like, yeah, I,
1: you know what? I hate that too. I don't like the, the way they did the wild card.
0: That's I don't crazy. like
1: this one game can. Just go back
0: to the one wild card. We got a playoff to get in the play or the wild card for the wild card.
1: It's pointless. Just do the four teams like you used to. You have the one wild card team. Yeah,
0: and if there's a tie,
1: it? then you have the one game playoff. Yes. Right. But we don't need to select two wild cards and then have a wild card playoff. That it's ridiculous. One game in baseball is that's not representative of who the better team is.
0: No. It's like it's whoever not.
1: had the healthiest guy and the best guy in the rotation ready to go for that game. <laughs> that's pretty much what it boils down to. So, I don't I don't like that at all in baseball. And I, I agree with you there, but I, yeah, it's just a matter of preference, I guess. So, mm-hmm. I, 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 February, I tend to tune out sports a little bit after the Super Bowl ends. Good deal.
0: All right, before we get out of here. Um, anything else you want to add? Cause I think I'm probably just going to go back and watch some, uh, office on the Netflix. If nothing else strikes my fancy, are you, uh,
1: office is your jam, huh?
0: Office office is my jam. You know, I got Hulu recently again. So now I got a couple new series to check out, but, uh, Oh,
1: more than a couple. Hulu's got like everything. They do. It's like every television show ever is on
0: Hulu. Is that your favorite crazy. of the streaming services? Um,
1: you know, it's really hard to go against Netflix because they they have so much original content now. Uh-huh. I just finished up watching You. Uh, okay. They had a second season, and it's, it's kind of a... It's a little bit similar to Dexter, uh, except hmm. this guy's not really a... It, it, I don't know. I don't want to ruin the show for anybody, but I do recommend it. It's yeah. a good show. There's only two seasons. But yeah, the content like that and uh, Stranger Things was on uh, Netflix. That was so good. Black Mirror... Maybe the best show on television. So Um, I'm going to lean on Netflix still. Okay. Uh, How about the Disney? Have you gotten with that? Yeah, I've got Disney. Let me say this first. I think Hulu and Amazon Prime have both drastically increased their value over the past uh, year or so. Uh, Amazon's getting a lot of uh, uh, fresh new content the way that Netflix makes it. And Hulu just there like there isn't a tv show that they don't have it's it's absolutely nuts i was watching perfect strangers on there a couple months ago i forgot about that show and it's actually still funny it holds up check it out
0: <laughs> um <laughs> i have checked we, it out on uh on youtube i think in the last decade just because of my greek heritage i have to watch the um the bronson pin show uh um, oh yeah character Balky Balky Bartocemus. Bartocemus.
1: Yeah, yeah from from Mipos,
0: right Absolutely, I gotta see how he plays that that sheep herder.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's uh, is kind of a uh, a nebulous uh, island, somewhat Greek, somewhat I don't even know what it is. I like it, but it's like it's it. fictional, obviously. But he's uh, a Cypriot, it's, maybe. It's hilarious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but, yeah, I I do <clears throat> like the Disney Plus. The thing is, is they've got to get more stuff. It get sounds great stuff. on paper when you're like, yeah, you get all everything. the Disney movies and then you got all the Marvel movies and all the star Wars movies, but how, you can't watch the Marvel movies and the star Wars movies all day. And how many times am I going to turn on, you know, Aladdin before I'm like, all right, what else you got? You know, they, they were yeah, riding but... that, uh, that Mandalorian show that everybody was so into, which is star Wars, uh, related had baby Yoda, the star of Christmas <laughs> last year. And, um, but that show ended, and now they don't know what they're doing. And I think a lot of people have canceled their service. So I'm going to go with Netflix as still being the king of the castle.
0: Right on. Well, as long as they have The Office, I am still a fan. And I will still yeah. continue to steal it off of my friend.
1: You check out uh, Parks and Rec ever?
0: Oh, do I? Absolutely. Okay, I am friends with a guy who's friends with Nick Offerman that's all i friends with nick offerman i said i'm friends with a guy who's friend of a friend that's right okay that's as far as i can go
1: that's well that's good man you're two degrees away you're almost there
0: absolutely another classic ron if you will
1: yeah multiple rons (laughs)
0: anyways (laughs) it was uh good talking and um you have yourself a fantastic week we will do this again in seven days hence
1: It sounds good, man. I will talk to you soon, and I will talk to the rest of you soon as well.
0: All right. Peacey peace. Take
1: care.